Welcome to the Florida Travel Podcast, episode 43, about cool places to camp. The Florida Travel Podcast is a podcast to help Florida residents and visitors get more out of the Sunshine State. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. And this week, we are sponsored by Knock Around Sunglasses. These are affordable, stylish sunglasses. And you know, living in the Sunshine State, you need your shades. Knock Around Sunglasses are practical, stylish, high quality. And I have a pair of their polarized sunglasses that I absolutely love day to day. It was so bright the other day when we were out and about. I'm so glad that I had my polarized sunglasses to take the glare off of just basically everything I was looking at. So you got to check out their fun mix of frames and lenses, or you can even create your own custom shades. Go to floridatravelpod.com slash knock around to start shopping. All right, Christina, I'm so excited for you to take over this episode. Yes. This is all you. <laughs> Talking about places to camp. So I, I this, I'm not going to lie. This is really hard to not focus on the state parks because in Florida, <clears throat> we have a huge state park system and these campgrounds are, I mean, they just really know how to do it. So I did a good section of the state parks, but I gave some descriptions and we kind of went all over Florida. So, um, Let's go ahead and talk about our Florida tip of the week. Um, you know, this time of our travel world can be a little challenging. And I think it's really important that we have a little bit of patience while we're traveling right now. I mean, between... I think that's good advice year round, honestly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's just, it's particularly challenging right now, especially, you know, if you're talking about flight delays and short staffing and just have a little patience, you know, when you're packing and you're planning for a trip, like make sure you have planned enough in advance. So you are not crunched on, on even the packing part. Like don't crunch yourself in, be a little flexible so that if there are flight delays, overcrowded public transportations, hotel mix up, you're not going to be, you're, you're able to like sort of go with the flow a little bit and maybe it's okay to just enjoy where you are for that minute. Okay. I got to stay here for a couple of extra hours, just like breathe and build in that extra time. Yeah. Build in the extra time. And if you can't just exercise patience, have patience with the people you're around and enjoy. You may have found a little hidden gem wherever you are uh, to make that bad situation a little bit better. And you never know who you might meet in the airport. Yeah, very true. <laughs> but while you're practicing patience and you're practicing good packing tips, pack your sunscreen. sunscreen. <laughs> Don't forget your sunscreen. Exactly. All right. I, you know, Christina, I kind of told you I'd love for you to do like the cool places to camp. We talked all about camping way back on episode three, mm -hmm. 40 episodes ago. How about oh, that? Man, we are racking up the numbers here. And, uh, but I thought, Hey, you know, it would be kind of cool. You've gone a lot. You've, you've gone camping more now. I know you do your research mm -hmm. a lot. I'm really excited to see kind of where you found for us, where you can go camping. So I broke this up into sections a little bit. State parks, it's really hard not to go to the state parks here because they just know how to do it. They really, really do. So you can never go wrong by finding Florida state parks. But there are some really cool ones. There, There's wooded and beaches. Um, they have You can plan to attend festivals and reenactments. So you have a really good mix of types of camping when you go to the state parks as well as some of the other cool places that I've mentioned. Um, but the dynamic of what's available to camp here in Florida is is vast. 
You there's can, that site. I mean, I know you're going to talk about the Florida State Parks website, mm-hmm. but even we found that site on Visit Florida where you could use the sliders to decide, do you want beach or nature? Do you want rustic or mm-hmm. with people? And it was, I'm going to look for that so that we can link to that in the show notes because I thought that was a really great way to um, kind of decide, give you a start, right? And I'm pretty sure I put that in the State Parks episode as well. I think you are correct. Yeah. So um, if you can't find it, then they'll just have to go listen to the State Parks episode. There you go. <laughs> I like that plan. <clears throat> um, so I have the link for the Florida State Parks website here um, to you know kind of guide you as well. But I have um, Big Pine Key here, which is Bahia Honda. Is that in the Keys? Yes. Okay. It is. Um, so the thing about the Keys is it's very hard to get in here. So when I mentioned Bahia Honda, you need to really plan a year out. Um, you can get in there for um, if you can find cancellations and like constantly call and stuff. So it's not impossible, but just know in Bahia Honda you need to you need to plan this one this is this the thing i found so cool about bahia honda is a little piece of history for you okay i'm here for it um we talk about flagler quite frequently oh mr henry flagler of st augustine Augustine, correct (laughs) so henry flagler comes up a lot in florida history he had a bold effort to build a railroad to the key west area in the early 1900s and that is what turned this little remote island Island of Bahia Honda into a tropical destination. Cool. I, I'm telling you, I think I learned more Florida history just by doing this podcast. Same, <laughs> same. I mean, Florida history is like a fourth grade thing, and I'm pretty sure I didn't retain much of that back then. Well, and I didn't go to fourth grade. I wasn't in fourth grade in Florida, even though my kids were, I wasn't, I wasn't the one that taught them fourth grade at the time. Still, even if I had, I think I still learn more the older I get the more we go and dive into these places that's what's great about visiting these places yeah you get right? the history from you get the, the hands-on history mm-hmm. and and that's you know that's to me that's the best way to learn it so um, a focus of of this place is that it it's um it's a beachside park so it has 500 acres with views um but I don't know what I was trying to say here with a view of an abandoned Oh, historic bridge. There we go. I put a comma. Commas have value. <laughs> Commas save lives. Yeah. Um, and that, that bridge is the old Bahia Honda Bridge. Um, it's The area is perfect for snorkeling and stargazing. And actually, it's a little known fact that Bahia Honda is the darkest location for stargazing in the Florida Keys. Oh, in the Florida Keys. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the state of Florida. Well, no, we because about designated dark right. sky areas, but right. still. Yeah, so you can lay out on the beach and do some stargazing oh. or go to that old Bahia Honda Bridge. And, I like that idea. Yeah. But you're saying this one is one you have to book. Uh, to camp there, yes. Okay. Um, and, and you can visit there. It is a state park to visit, but it books up pretty quick. So like when it's like like what Kaiva was, where you have to get there early to get in for the day, but they do day travels there. I was looking at the um, 
I was looking at the Florida State Parks Finder. I was trying to find that that thing that we were talking about, that slider. And it does. It even says, best state parks for camping, Bahia Honda. Bahia Honda. I'm telling you, that's all you ever hear about in the camping world when it comes to the Keys is Bahia Honda. <sighs> you can also do geocaching there and all the boating. I don't even want to go into the details of all the boating because it's pretty much, you're, you can assume on the water you've got all the boating. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, you're in the Keys. That's kind of the thing to do, too, right? Right, right. But, you know, and, and it's, a, it's a little tropical away. So you've got some beautiful boating to do in that area, but do some stargazing too. Cause I like that idea. I love camping where I could do some stargazing too. That's right? kind of the point, right? Getting out in nature. And-, and we just don't talk about geocaching enough. Oh yeah, we don't. We need to. What is geocaching? Geocaching is, there's an app and it gives you, this is, it's sort of silly when you hear it. It's not until you do it that it, that it has value. <laughs> Agreed. So it gives you a location of a, it's called a geocache. So you go to, you go to the area and you use your navigation and you navigate to this little tiny treasure. It might, like one of the times we found a film canister and it was up in a tree. So we were like, we're here. Where is it? Where is it? We were like digging in the ground. It was, we found, my daughter found this little string hanging from a branch. So she pulled on the string and a film canister fell out of the tree. We opened the film canister and there was like a painted, a little tiny painted rock inside. And then there's a rolled up note and everyone who puts a treasure in there signs a note. And then you take that treasure and replace it with a new one. Yes. It could be anything from like that one was a painted rock. We found a quarter once. We found found little toys. Yeah. They little rings. You can even buy tracking devices and people register it along the way. So we had a tracking device. I know it ended up in Germany at some point. I think I've lost track of the tracking device because it's been many, many years since we've done geocaching. It's it's a great way to discover a location. Yeah. So too. we did um, Crooked River Preserve here, um, which is in Lake done Louisa. Yep. And we, the water had flooded. And so the geocache was in the middle of the water. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Okay. So now we'll move on. Manatee State, Manatee Spring State Park. Um, this place is, I mean, it's sort of a must do. You camp here. Manatee is perfect for tent camping um, in Northern Florida's hardwood wetlands. Ooh, okay. Sort of uh, backwards camping in the wetlands. This park has millions of gallons of clear water for boating, scuba diving, and fishing. Oh. I have scuba dived up there, and it is... And it's a spring. Yes, it's cold, it's right? it's cold. And this was a thing for me, because when you're scuba diving, if you get too cold, you start shivering, and you use more oxygen, you have to come up okay. if you're too cold. Uh, so fortunately, I managed to, to get through the dive. It wasn't a very long dive, and uh, but yeah. You can scuba dive there, fishing. There's <clears throat> 11 tent-only camping sites in the Magnolia camping area. Um, primitive group camping is also available. Um, there's drinking water, portable toilets, fire circles, outdoor showers. Winter visitors have the chance to view migration of West Indian manatee to the springs. Ooh. That's what I thought was really cool about that place. And Manatee Springs is in the Panhandle? Um. Eek, maybe. You said northern, northern Florida. Northern Florida, yeah. I don't think it's all the way up in the panhandle, though. Okay, I'm going to look it up while you're doing that. I'm sorry. That's okay. Okay, um, it's eight and a half miles of nature trails, 
Um, and also, listen to this, Tanya. It's a 32-mile Nature Coast State Trail. I started looking that up because mm-hmm. we talked a lot about the um, hiking trails right. on our hiking and biking episode a couple episodes ago and how these connect to each other. That is a big one, too. I'm surprised I missed it, but that one really looks like a cool trail. Chiefland is in Levy County, Florida, and it's that is... north but not west. <laughs> right. It is... Um, Actually, it's almost um, it's almost directly west from Gainesville. Yeah, so, so north not, of us, you're not going over the bend, <laughs> right? Yeah, that looks like a really cool, accessible park. Even though it's rustic camping, I think I, I think you can do a mix. I think also camping, you know, you're I'm sure you're pulling. All resort style, but also rustic. You know, oh every, yeah, no, I didn't between. do just resorts. I did, yeah, all, I but did. I'm saying everything in between, between resorts and rustic style camping. Yeah, because camping doesn't just involve. We've got it all. Yep. Yeah, I tried to make sure that the that some of the primitive rustic and and even just tent camping with electricity and water is also available at these places. Um, okay, so here's another one, and you and I have talked about this place before, and we've both said we wanted to go here. Is the Florida Caverns State Park? I. I'm hoping maybe to go this weekend. What? Possibly on my way home from, um, I'm going to Gulf Shores and I may just, I may not go full on into the caves. Oh my gosh, you better get some pictures. I may just stop there. It kind of depends on my time. So I will, I will let you know, but yes, caves, those caves are high on my list. You find the only guided tour of dry caves in the state at Florida Cavern State Park. These spectacular marvels are the main draw to the park, but camping, paddling, hiking, biking, and you're not going to believe this, there's a golf course there. Really? (laughs) I mean, I guess that's a thing to do in Florida, right? I know. It's just so funny. Like the vast things that you can find in in these campgrounds. So you can also bring your own horse. There's an equestrian campsite and stable area. Um, it sounds like, you know, perfect day to me. <laughs> Can you imagine go horseback riding one day, go tour the, the caves another day? Um, okay, hold on a second. I, I think I <laughs> you lose your place. I did. Okay. And can yeah. you rent horses there? <laughs> <laughs> Please, if you've heard this before, say it to us because we, we, we can't figure out renting horses. I did see somewhere where it said rent horses, so... <laughs> Yeah, it's, okay, so you, yeah, you can rent kayaks and paddles. Okay. You can paddle the, I'll do that, the Chippewa River, take a bike ride, and finish up with an evening around the campfire. Um, keep in mind, though, the tours uh, are closed on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, so plan accordingly. Yes, I think that's why I'm not sure if I'm going to make it, because I'm leaving on a Wednesday. I get back on a Saturday. It's going to be kind of play it by ear on yeah, my Saturday on travels. The Saturday travel. But I thought maybe even if I just pop over there and, you know, check it out. Okay, so this next place, um, Cabana Club Resort, is... Uh, this is over toward, I keep wanting to say Haines City. It's not Haines City. Lake Alfred? Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, it... Um, this is a 100% resort cruise style campground. You are looking <laughs> at, I like yeah, it. this is a cruise on land. You are looking at posh here. Um, they have cabins 
which are sort of like a tiny house looking cabins. Um, you are not talking rustic campgrounds here at all. They have beautiful amenities. They have a slide in their pool, big slide into their pool. They have a splash pad. They have um, a little recreation area where they have, have you ever heard of, oh goodness, what is it called? Um, they stand in a ring and they kick this ball at each other and you just can't get kicked or can't yes. get hit with the ball. It's not pickleball. It's, it's not, not pickle knocker ball. ball. It's not dodgeball. No, but it's similar to dodgeball. You're just in a ring. But they have two rings there and they play these tournaments all day long. And yes, I did hear about that. So Camp Margaritaville uh, is taking over Cabana Club Resort. Um, but they're, they're not changing the resort. They're just merging together. Which is kind of cool because now you've got this Margaritaville flavor to it. Yeah, so this place has this humongous bar by the pool with a covered area. And they have TVs all over the place. You can watch your sporting events there and relax by the pool with beautiful lawn furniture. To, like comfortable couches to sit on underneath the pavilion. We got stuck in the rain there and we were like, oh, we're just sitting out here by the pool still. But we were under a pavilion. Nice. I I definitely want to check this place out. I didn't get a chance when you were staying there. Yeah. However, I did, I have to read you one of these headlines because I thought I had heard about Margaritaville. And so I wanted to double check it before I set it on air. But one of the headlines says Margaritaville continues its quest for world domination <laughs> with a move into RV parks. Yeah. So and actually Margaritaville does RV parks. I, I mean, but I didn't realize they were on a quest for yeah, world they, domination. They I mean, have they have several already. I'm, but I'm here for it, it. You're talking just what I said. Cruise on land, posh camping. There's the one thing about this park that wasn't so spectacular is be prepared. There is no tree coverage whatsoever. So if you're there during the summertime, Oof. it's brutal. Like we had our camper and our camper was 90 degrees with our air set down to like 40. So wow. it just didn't cool off. So you plan to spend your time in the pool. <laughs> so I found also Hideaway Camping Resort, old Florida style campground. It's in Navarre Beach up in the Panhandle. Ooh, That's not far from the Pensacola area either. Right, right. So this one, I mean, there's Navarre Beach, which is a campground up there too. Um, but this is a little bit more... I want to say rustic, but it's just a little more old Florida style, which is what I thought was neat. It creates an old-fashioned experience, um, kind of the way camping used to be. The Hideaway Retreat is nestled on beautiful, natural setting of the Santa Rosa Sound. Um, it has a private beach and 371 feet of unspoiled beachfront property for you to re relax and explore. Um, you can kayak and paddleboard to get out on the water a little bit. Um, there's also a hangout nestled under a canopy of oak trees offering volleyball, cornhole, ping pong, foosball, tree swings, and a lot more. So that's why I say like when you think back to camping the way camping used to be, that's what I think. Tree swings and, and playing a little bit of outdoor beachy type games. And, you know, of course, we live in Florida, so beach camping is you sort of have to try beach camping. <laughs> Beach camping, river camping, springs camping, right. there's water everywhere we go. Yeah. So I really thought Hideaway Camping Resort is a place up in the panhandle that I have yet to get up to. So I'm, I, you know, in looking at this place, I thought was really, really cool because it brought in that old Florida style. I like it. Let's do it. Okay. So we talk a lot on this podcast about the dynamics of places that you visit, right? So you can be hiking or at the beach or in the woods. Um, but we also do, there's a lot of historical places here in Florida. And this place, Fort Pickens Campground, um, 
brings in the history. So we talked about the National Seashore in our National Parks episode, right? Yes. This is on the National Seashore. Which one? Um, this is the Gulf. The Gulf. It's okay. okay. So, so this is the cool thing about this place. I'll get to it in just a second. Okay. You jumped ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. It's historic, so it's different. You know, it's not not your. You you would go to Fort Pickens Campground for the history. I mean, you don't have to, but it's there. Um, it's Pensacola Beach has two campgrounds on Gulf Islands National Seashore. Ooh, okay. And one of them is in Mississippi, and this is the other one. Alabama. No. The other. You mean you said Pensacola has two, but Pensacola is well, next to Alabama. But the campground is in Mississippi, and they they. You go ahead and look it up and I'll just keep talking. You keep talking. (laughs) Um, And I didn't bring, I didn't talk about that campground because it's not Florida. So, right. Pensacola beach. um, I mean, there's a, there's other camping obviously in Pensacola beach. So this is mostly tent only camping. You have to pay attention in this campground because they're set up by loops. So, some of the loops are in the other campground, which is not in Florida. And then there's this campground, which has different loops. Each loop ha- offers something a little bit different. So pay attention to your loops. It's mostly tent only. Um, there are some of that can accommodate small recreation vehicles, which would be like the class B size. Um, pick up camp, like the camper size vehicles, van camping, like the smaller ones. Um, make sure to check the loop that you're on so that you know what you have, what's being offered to you there and what you can camp with there. Um, you can explore the beaches and the dunes and historic Fort Pickens, which is a military fort that stayed in operation through World War II. And now they offer tours um, and there's a massive cannon there too. Very cool. Okay, so I know why I was confused. So Gulf Islands National, sea- National Seashore expands from... Florida, Alabama, Mississippi. Yeah, There's two campgrounds there. One of them is in Mississippi. Yeah. It's not Fort Pickens. Fort Pickens no. doesn't go into Mississippi. No, no, it's no. It's a t- completely different yes. campground. Yes, that's <laughs> why I said. There's two campgrounds. Well, when you one said is- the loops, and Fort Pickens has several loops, yes. but all of Fort Pickens is in Florida. Yes, that's yes. what I was trying to say. It's two different places, and I didn't even bring up the other place because it's not in Florida. Right, I know, but you, I thought... At, the way I heard you was that they were like next to each other. No. Like they can't be next to each other. Alabama's in the middle. No, <laughs> okay. no, 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 no. Gotcha, I gotcha. But, but these two campgrounds are literally each, each loop has a little bit something different. Right. So, um, I did also pull up this website here for, um, free places to camp in Florida. That's cool. Yeah. So I'm just going to sort of, uh, go through this list a little bit. Just so you can see, um, Ginny Springs. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, Ginny Springs. Um, also a place I went diving at. I don't know why I went diving in Springs. Me of all people, it was just it was something you did. Was this when you were growing up and your folks had a boat and you had diving no. equipment? No, no, this was this was me okay. as an adult <laughs> voluntarily doing this. We uh, do things in our twenties <laughs> that you know as we get older and wiser. I'm not sure I would go uh, diving in the springs again because it's so cold, but somehow I, I did it. Tent, tent campers can do um, cave diving in crystal clear waters in, Gin- in Ginny Springs, and I thought that that was neat. They that have electric cool. water at their campsite. Um, That's really cool. So it is, I mean, it's, you have water available, you this have electric is not available. primitive, yeah. And it's, so it's not going to be full hookup, but at the same time. Right. And it's free. Uh, and and the campground is is yeah is free. That's cool. 
Yeah. So these are these are free campsites I like that it. you can find. Um, so yeah, that one has Devil Spring. It's part of the Devil Spring system. So okay. Can, uh, okay. So next up, we have the Flamingo Campground in the Everglades National Park. They have walk-in camping um, and drive-up tent sites on the shore of the Florida Bay. Um, they have s- solar heated showers, Ooh. picnic tables, and grills. You can do bird watching um, in the winter in Florida. And there's 300 avian species that live there: manatee, crocodile. That's a lot I mean, of bird watching. Yeah, and and the thing is, is it's the Everglades, so there's no shortage of wildlife. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, hold on. I keep getting these little... That's okay. As you were scrolling or as I'm scrolling, because we were talking about Fort Pickens, Fort Pickens has tent-only free camping. Oh, this says the best places to go camping in Florida. Mm. 40 of the best places. These aren't necessarily free. Did I put the wrong link in here? I don't know. But anyway... Okay, well, yeah, they're there. (laughs) Maybe this is all just for tent camping. Did I really put the wrong link? My bad. That's okay. Hold on. I got it, though, because I know where it is. All right. Well, tent camping versus while you're looking, I'll talk about tent camping because we've done tent camping and it is nice to have a place that has electric because we'll still hook up our um, percolators and make coffee with my heated kettles while we're camping. So don't think tent camping is always primitive. We still have some of our luxuries no. with us. Oh, it's as you scroll down. Now I see free camping. Oh, see, it was on there. Dang it's it. just you had to go further. Thought it was so this tent. is like uh, Little Lake Bryant Primitive Camp was a, one of the free camping. It's a four-day maximum stay in the Ocala National Forest. Okay, so here's the thing, too. Um, some of these places uh, offer four day a weekend stay but there's one of them that actually has two weeks you can oh, wow. up to stay, stay up to 14 days in the campground for free and some of them you have to get a permit so i'm looking at like hatville park is a free campsite with a public um, area park that offers both tent and rv camping on the space coast but you have to you have to get a permit so some of these you're going to have to plan advance you just can't show up and say here i am i'm ready to camp I can't believe I was reading the wrong place. The places that we just mentioned up to this point were not free, but they are on the top of the <laughs> of the camping sites to be in, in Florida. Okay, so what else is on that list? Um, there's also Southern Florida WMA. I'm not sure what that's. A wildlife management area offers free permit and site reservations, um, open field camping with trailer access while the hammock campground is shaded. See, hammock canopies shade we talked about that on a couple episodes um this is uh you're one of the places where you can see crested caracaras along the great florida birding and wildlife trail so if you're into that i did see someone post a picture of that recently um on my social media so i think that was really cool uh let's see there's I mean, there's a lot of WMA. So this is another term. Wildlife management, yeah. Yeah, this is another term when our hiking and biking episode, we talked about um, Bureau of Land Management and BLM lands. So it looks like WMA is another way to find some of those um, free camping places. And a lot of it is it's permit. But this one, there's 
uh, Jones Hungryland Wildlife Management Area, which I just love the name to begin with, but that is in the West Jupiter Wetlands Trail. I absolutely loved visiting Jupiter. I can see uh, heading down there again sometime soon. So you, you can also check out Harvest Hosts. You pay a fee for the year, um, but you can use your RVs to camp for free there. Most of the places will be boondocking with your RV, which means you are not hooked up to anything. So you have to be able to function in your RV. Um, they don't always even allow generators, but they are a free place to park wineries. There's farms, golf courses, farms, and breweries. all they ask when you do Harvest Host is that you purchase something possibly from their winery or from their, there's places Which that have gonna want to do markets. Anyway. Yeah, 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 of course. So Harvest Host, you pay a fee for the year, but you can park anywhere on any of those destinations and they're all over the place. I was doing um, I was doing some research on Harvest Host just the other day. I did notice though they say you cannot do tent camping no. with Harvest Host. They want you to be fully um, sustainable within your own RV so that you have a bathroom and shower facilities if you need it because you're usually just parking um, on a farm or on some land somewhere but it is. It's a, for $100 a year and you know, nights here and there while you're traveling. It's a great way to find unique places to stay in Florida and the rest of the U.S. Camp Pendium is another website that offers information about free camping in Florida. Excellent. So we'll have all of those links for you. We'll have a link to Harvest Hosts for you as well. Hip Camp is another one of my favorites to look for. Hip Camp is great. Hip Camp is not a free site, but again, it's It's kind of like that. It's low cost. Airbnb for campsites. Yeah. You can find farms. You can find um, private lands. I mean, I have stayed for 20 bucks a night. There's sites on here. I'm looking in Florida as low as $17 a night. It's a really great way, inexpensive, you know, find a find a place to camp. And that you can do tent or RV. And sometimes they even have cabins available yeah, for you. Yeah, Campendium offers tent and RV too for free camping in Florida. Excellent. Boondocking RV though. It's not, right. yeah. So you're, you're basically tent camping in your RV. Yeah, but I mean, you still have your own water. Right. If you need a, if you well, need. You only have water if you can hook up. Well, no, if you bring your water with right. you, you can bring potable water. Right, right. All right. I think that covers a lot of these cool places to go. I'm really liking digging the history. I think I would check out some of those historical places, especially Bahia Honda. I mean, that's... Bahia Honda should be on every camper's list. That's I just definitely on my list right now. I definitely want to head for there. And yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to plan for it. And then I'm going to hit the caves. And then I got to check out that Cabana Club. I, I mean, I've done Cabana Club. I would go back in a heartbeat. Um, hideaway sounds amazing, and so does Fort Pickens. Sounds great. What do you think? I think that's amazing. Time I'm, for our featured Florida travel product of the week. Corksicle. Yeah, Corksicle. Let's, <laughs> we share our favorite Florida products from small businesses throughout the week, and you found... Corksicle. Corksicle. I've heard of Corksicle. I had to text you and go, is this really in Florida? I know it's in Orlando. I did not realize (laughs) that it was, you know, made here in Florida. So tell me about Corksicle. Um, Corksicle believes in your right to have chilled wine anywhere, (laughs) anytime. I believe in that too. They have innovative barware, hydration, and coolers that continue to push the boundaries of keeping things cool in style. They have tumblers, barware, lunch boxes, coolers, canteens, and more. You can find them at corksickle.com. That is so much more than I knew because I just knew about like 
the water bottles and the tumblers. So yeah, they have lunch boxes. Like yeah, I want one. Digging the I'm digging the coolers too. They've got some really cool stuff. Yep. So check out corksicle.com. Stay tuned to find out what we're going to talk about next week. Be sure you are following us on Facebook and Instagram at Florida Travel Pod or FloridaTravelPod.com because anytime we're traveling somewhere or doing something cool, we're going to put it on social media. You can follow us on stories or our posts through there. And you can also comment with your own pictures, your own experiences, and your own tips that you want to offer back at us because we love to hear from you. We never are able to cover every single thing about an area. And I'm certain that everybody's got more experiences and that we have not talked about. So. Everything about a topic either. There's no way. Yeah, no way. exactly. Exactly. That's why we're here. Right? You can also email us at hello at floridatravelpod.com. You can support the Florida Travel Pod by following us or leaving us a review on your favorite podcast player. This really does help others discover our content. <laughs> and if you enjoy our content, you can support us on Patreon. If you go to Patreon, there we go. If you go to patreon.com slash Florida Travel Pod, we'll give you shout outs, postcards, stickers, and more. It really does help. Um, it really is a great way to allow us to dedicate more time to research, replace our producer if we need to. I don't to. know what's happening here. <laughs> oh, we're not replacing our producer. <laughs> but it does allow us to dedicate more time to research the best content from the Sunshine State. We can't gosh. replace our producer because we can't do this on no, our own. we cannot do this on our own. And gosh, I really do hope people listen to the end so they hear this kind of stuff. No and it makes kidding. it so much more fun for me. Um, next week, I think we're going to talk about some holiday shopping and, you know, kind of really do some roundups of our Florida products. What do you think? I think that sounds like a great idea. I think that'll be fun. But Shop that's, Florida. Right? But, that in, you know, yeah, avoid shipping delays. No kidding. Right? <laughs> get it here. Get it faster. And the, But that's it for this week. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. Stay sunny, everyone. Christina, how do you go about making all your campground reservations? Well, I used to have to go and like search a location and campgrounds in this area and sort of filter through and go campground to campground. But that sounds really time consuming. <laughs> it wasn't. It was it was like you have to go place to place. So it's website to website. And then I found I found Camp Spot. Oh, Camp Spot. I love Camp Spot. Yeah, Camp Spot basically filters everything out that you want in a campground and gives you all of your options right there. It's kind of like a booking engine just for campgrounds, right? Right, exactly. They communicate directly with the campground. There's no need to call. I imagine you had to call campgrounds too. A lot past. of a lot of them do. They don't they don't offer you anything online. So in this place, you can pick the place. It's an instant book. And, and they guarantee you're always going to get the best price. Yeah, it filters everything out for you, and it also finds you the best price. Plus, you can find campgrounds that are big, small, RV parks, glamping, and more. You can visit floridatravelpod.com slash campspot to learn our favorite locations.